Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Totally Whole Love Talk Radio, where I am your host, Dr. Rosemary Cook, or better known as Dr. Rose. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to this very important topic. Tonight we're going to talk about healing from church hurts. We've heard people say that there's no hurt like a church hurt. Because the truth is that church hurts can have lifelong effects. They they cut to the core. And some people never recover from a church hurt. So I want to just kind of set the tone and help us to understand what a church hurt is. A church hurt is pain that has been inflicted by individuals in the church or leaders in the church. David Johnson and Jeff Vanderen, who wrote a book called uh, Spiritual Abuse and Spiritual Manipulation, they define uh, hurt as mistreatment of a person who is in need of help, support, or greater spiritual empowerment with the result of weakening, undermining, or decreasing that person's spiritual empowerment. For example, some church leaders will use their spiritual position to control or dominate another person. Or spirituality is used to make others live up to an unrealistic spiritual standard. And some of you who are listening might have been uh, victims of, or I like to say survivors, of a church hurt. Some of us might have experienced shaming by a leader or church members, the silencing of your voice when you had an opinion that was different from others. Maybe you've experienced ostracizing or discrimination based on your age 
or your gender or some other difference. Maybe you were alienated from that group, from that organization, from that ministry. Maybe you experienced manipulation. Maybe you experienced those who used scripture to justify their hurtful actions or their own particular views. The Barnard Group collects research on uh, issues related to church. And the research shows us that one out of three adults or 3% church, meaning that they had not attended a religious service in the past six months. That equals 65 million adults who are unchurched. But add to that number those who have children who live in the same household, and that number reaches about 100 million. That's huge. But also among those who consider themselves to be unchurched, 53%, listen, 53% have distanced themselves from either the Protestant or the Catholic faith after having been associated at one time with those denominations. And those who avoid Christian churches state that the driving force has been the painful experiences that they endured while they were in the church. So 37% or 4 out of 10 non-church-going Americans said that they avoid churches because of negative past experiences in churches or with church people. So let's talk about this topic tonight church hurt, healing from church hurts, and I have a special guest tonight, Elder Corinne Anderson, who's a dear friend and colleague in ministry. She's an ordained elder and a graduate of Loyola University's pastoral care program. So welcome, Corinne. I'm so glad that you could be a part of this important dialogue tonight. Dr. So, Rose, it's my pleasure. Amen. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your knowledge or your experience uh, on this particular topic. Um, I believe that, you know, so many people just like me and uh, have experienced uh, church hurts. And also I've had others who have shared their experience experiences with church hurts. So it's it's such a topic that is very major and it's far reaching in terms of just the magnitude when you gave the uh the numbers and the stats from Barn from the Barnum group, uh just how many people have been affected in one way or another uh by a church hurt. And it is just a very painful place to be in when you're walking through that time. And I'm so grateful to the Lord that he caused me to walk through it. And as you were giving those stats, there are many people who get stuck and they become immobilized as a result of the church hurt. 
but I'm grateful to report victory on the other side of that. And I meant that that's a key word. Uh, you walk through it. But I want to ask you this question. How is a church hurt different from other types of hurt? You know, we experience pain in life, you know, through relationships, you know, finances, children, you know, just all types of hurt. But but how is a church hurt different from some of these other types of hurt? I do believe that a church hurt is a different type of hurt, and the reason why I believe uh, a church hurt can be distinguished from other types of hurt because, you know, we we are spirit, soul, and we live in a body. And I believe that when a hurt, a church hurt has happened in the life of a person, it, it certainly touches all of those places, but I think the the deeper impact of it uh, is in the, the core of us, of who we are, is, is a, the depth of our spirit. So that layer, that deep layer um, uh, is so, so traumatic to that person that sometimes it just becomes, it, it just immobilizes people that they find it difficult to really move. And so I think because of the depth of that hurt, because of the core of who we are as spirit beings first and foremost, that's where the impact is the greatest. And I, let me say this. I'm not diminishing hurts, emotional hurts or anything like that. I certainly will not diminish that. But this layer, this deep layer of, of spiritual hurt, it really can affect per, a person in all those other areas. So what I have found is that a church hurt can be compared uh, to a hurt experience in an intimate relationship. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. for intimate relationship with someone, you are vulnerable you have a certain level of trust and, and openness and you you know, you walk in to a relationship uh with your heart wide open and you're not expecting to be hurt, to be mistreated. And as I think about a church hurt, uh I compare that to this intimate uh, relationship hurt. Because when we go to church, when we uh, approach our leaders, we we go in vulnerable. We go in with the expectation that we're going to be cared for, we're going to be supported, we're going to receive uh, affirmation. So therefore, we are not on guard. So it's kind of like we we throw throw it all on the table. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, my experience in working with others and my own experience of having gone through a church hurt, you know, it's the sense of disillusionment because you never expected to be uh, hurt in your place of worship or by leaders. So, So in my experience, that is how church hurt can be distinguished from, you know, other types of hurt. And I'm glad you... We're not diminishing anybody's pain, 
but that hurt can run deep to the core, as you already said. Oh, absolutely. You know, as we are talking about, you know, this whole topic of a church hurt, um, I want to ask you this. What makes this type of hurt so difficult to heal from? You know, um, I believe, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to say I've counseled so many people who have uh, left the church. They seem to uh, have alienated themselves from God and from the people of God and somehow cannot find their way back uh, to the church, the physical church, but also back into relationship with God. So what is it um, that makes this type of hurt so difficult to to heal from? I think one of the one of the uh unfortunate things that I've seen is oftentimes when people are hurt they kind of withdraw themselves and and it's just like so if I if I broke my arm I'm going to seek out a professional or someone that can address my broken bone, set it and get it back to a healthy state. But oftentimes when people experience uh, church hurts and they don't heal from those hurts because they're not they're not in a place of trust and they're not seeking uh, someone else like a pastoral counselor or, or, or a spiritual director or someone that can kind of uh, help them with their perspective of where they are, how they're feeling, and to get them back on a healthy track. I think that's one of the real disadvantages uh, with this type of hurt is the the sense of alienation that that is self-imposed, that people will remove themselves from from even trusting someone to help them with this, whereas if it was a broken arm, there would be no issue about, yes, I'm going to go see a medical doctor. But when it comes to this type of hurt, I find that people oftentimes will not uh, pursue any sort of help to get through this and get on the other side of this. And so when that pain is not dealt with, it's just like an infection. If that infection is not dealt with, it can fester and it can kill you. And oftentimes we see the death of spiritual lives as a result of people not dealing with it. So, uh, it it recovery from it is difficult, uh, but not impossible. But if you get in a healthy place, so that someone can assist you with where you are, with your uh, specific and unique situation, I believe that there is healing for you. But you have to be avail yourself to that. And you made so many great points. I agree so much that, you know, people often, uh, they close their hearts to receiving help because of that trust. And, you know, I always use this quote, that he who conceals his disease cannot expect to be cured. Exactly. And hide shame, you know, there is a sense of, being uh, like knocked off of your feet 
Because what happens is sometimes people don't understand the ramifications of a church hurt. You know, sometimes they don't even understand what happened, the depth of what happened. They don't understand, you know, the degree of, uh, in some cases, uh, spiritual abuse or the manipulation or, you know, just toxic uh, faith messages that they have received that has really created an image of God that was not true. So we're talking about a church hurt that has the power to reshape your image of the God that you thought you knew because we pay so much reverence and regard for our spiritual leaders. And when that leader manipulates or that leader distorts or that leader alienates, you know, it can wipe you out and it can reach a depth that the person themselves are not aware of. So, you know, so many people, you know, walk around feeling odd or strange or different, and they don't know who to talk to. They don't know who to trust. So they walk around for years with that pain. They bear it in silence. Oh, yes. And it's, and, you know, um, I think one of the, the disadvantages of church hurts is that, uh, you know, it it is a hurt that was at a place where you thought you could be free, you could be open, you could express yourself to God, and and someone shuts that down and wounds you to the point for for those who've been wounded, and and they, it can kind of immobilizes people and really causes them to not be able to move or to breathe. And nothing is worse than not being able to breathe. You know, to love God and to serve him in a healthy way is to really, it, 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 to me, it is the epitome of breathing. It is the breath of God. And and a church hurt kind of, it's like pinching your nose and covering your mouth. And and that's what that was one of the that was the description and the feeling that I had when I experienced the church hurt because normally I'm a very vibrant, uh, happy, outgoing person, but when I experienced this particular church hurt, the description that I felt in my physical body and spiritual body, it felt like somebody was smothering me. That's wow. exactly what I felt. I felt I felt like I couldn't breathe and I I remember saying, "Oh my god, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. What's going on?" And you know, I was like, "Okay. This is not just a physiological uh feeling or experience, but it really I felt it in my physical body, but it really was a spiritual feeling." Wow. And I was like, "Wow, the this this really hurt, and it felt well, like I couldn't is, breathe. I love, uh, you know, that that analogy, you know, that breath, you know, the breath of God, the life of yeah, God. Yes, yes, When When you are hurt, you know, it's like you're, choke, you're choking out the life of an individual, the spiritual life. If you have no spiritual life, then you're dead. And exactly. how can we... To grow and begin to 
prosper and thrive in the things of God if you are spiritually dead as a result of a church hurt. Mm. Mm. Is Amen. Wounding experience such that you cannot breathe. You you know, you're lifeless. So, yes. you know, that's a devastating hurt that, you know, we definitely need to uh, pray for those who have been hurt. And thank God for uh, the victory for those of us who have uh, been healed from church hurts. So, the, the the truth is, and the good news is that you can be healed from a church hurt. Exactly, there is life on the other side of a church hurt. There is life on the other side. Now, before we go to our listeners, talk about healing from a church hurt. I want to ask this question of you: How does a, a church hurt? a person's image of God and their ability and believe God. How does the image of God change? Well, as you know, a result? one of the things uh, I think one of the things that I've heard and and uh, with with others, thank God that I didn't experience this. I thank God um, that because I love God so much and because I had uh, an intimate relationship with him, it was like knowing the difference between uh, truth and a lie. And if this person is representing that this person is, is, is God's representative and yet what they're saying and doing, it, 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 it was conflicting in that I'm, I'm, to me, I'm saying to myself, but I know your voice, Lord, and your voice is a voice of love. Your voice mm. is not a voice of condemnation. It's not a voice of uh, destruction for me. Uh, and so my image of God was not uh, tainted because I already maintained that healthy image of who he was and who he is. But a lot of people um, are affected by how they see God after that church hurt because they're they're saying if this is God's servant and he's representing him, then why would God allow them to do X, Y, Z to me? Mm-hmm. And so their image is of God is, is tainted, distorted, uh, uh uh, just tarnished because that representative distorts who God is, and it, it becomes like a it's, it's a very weighty thing on the on that person. If perhaps they were a young believer that was perhaps getting started in their faith walk, and this representative of who God is has hurt them and wounded them to this particular place that they're feeling as though I can't really trust God anymore. And I certainly can't trust his, his leaders. If, if this is what they do, then this is who he is. So that association with the acts and deeds of a leader 
is now assigned to who God is. And that's very unfortunate. And very unfortunate. it really it really distorts them. It distorts their ability to trust. It's it it's like the rug has been spiritual rug has been pulled out from under an individual. Wow. So you said in your experience, because you had a strong foundation and, and you could discern uh, the truth from a lie, that you were able to recognize that this is not of God and that you weren't affected in that way. And I, and I thank God for that and for your resilience. But I work with people who might have experienced hurt at a very young age, when they were children, when they were just developing an image of just coming to understand, you know, who God is and the only gods that they knew were were the adults in their lives. And when those adults were hurtful, when uh, those who claimed to be leaders or uh, strong Christians victimized these children, you know, it's difficult for them to develop a healthy image of God. And, you know, I find that there's so many who claim to be agnostic or atheist as a result of having been hurt at a very young age and not having the proper uh, development and, uh, of a healthy uh, God or a healthy uh, spiritual leader. And so they fail to uh, reach out for the help and so they shut themselves off from God and from the people of God. And that's a sad situation that many people find themselves in as a result of being hurt, you know, and not having the emotional strength and knowledge of the word uh, to tell what they have experienced. But it, it, what happens is it changes them, you know, Forever. Well, I won't say forever, but it changes them to the place where it takes a lot of work to correct their uh, faulty image of God. Well, one of the things that is is so beautiful is that uh, God is always reaching out to man. He's always searching, and he all, always wants to draw uh, us back to himself and be in relationship with, with, with him. And one of the things that I've experienced over the years is is the Lord, did I run into them? I believe the Lord divinely allowed some interventions to take place over the years where I've come across people who um, had experienced church hurts. And just like any sort of uh, spiritual therapy or any type of psychological therapy or whatever, it is a process it is a slow process because one of the things that, uh, you know, when you reveal perhaps they, that you're a believer or they might see something in you, uh, oftentimes they're looking to see is this person really real or are they just like the other people from when I was a kid that abused me and, and abused my trust and confidence in who they said they were. Uh, and so I have been entrusted over the years on, on several occasions where uh, just showing a genuine faith walk 
and what it really looks like to serve God. Not being perfect. Let me say that. Not being perfect, but being genuine and in relationship with God and being genuine in how that is 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 being expressed in my faith walk that you know, I'm applying his word to how I'm living so that my treatment of these wounded people is something perhaps that they have never experienced before. And so, you know, people are looking to see, I want to see if you can really be who you are, who you're let, leading me to believe that you are. Are you going to keep that or is this a facade? So it really yeah. takes time for people to trust that this person is really genuine. This person is really real, but it's not an overnight thing. It really isn't. Yeah, so before we go to our our callers, uh, I want to just reemphasize the point that you made, you know, just having a consistent walk with God, you know, and like you said, we, we fall, we you know, we're frail, and we're not going to live a perfect life, but we strive to be consistent and to be obedient, being authentic in whatever we do, because people can detect. They can detect when you're not authentic, but when we are uh, Christians, when we are leaders and we strive to live the authentic life, people can embrace that and can come to trust that you are who you say that you are. Amen. I have... Caller. Hi, welcome to Totally Whole. Are you? Oh, are you still there? Hello. Hi, Glenn. Yes. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome, Dr. Cook. Oh, you've been listening and you've heard tribute to this conversation. Uh, how can we heal from church hurt? Well, as I was listening to uh, you and uh, Sister Anderson mention about the different hurts of church and uh, about what makes this type of hurt difficult to heal from, and the third question was how much does a church hurt affect a person's image of God and his ability to trust and believe I, I, I was I was kind of thinking about uh, what can actually prevent church hurts. Mm. There's there's something that can prevent a church hurt because in my own in my own experience, I, I can truly say that in my since my in my saved life since I've been born again years ago, I, I never experienced a search a church hurt to the extent where I was so burdened or so in dismay that I didn't want to be in the body of Christ or that I would be so injured by it that I couldn't function as a Christian. I think in my, in my own experience about church hurts is that when I was, when I, when I received Christ as my Savior, and as, as the Lord led me to do different, uh, operating different gifts in the church, one of the gifts that I operated in was uh, being 
operating in the memberships class. And, you know, when someone gives their life to Christ, you would take them in the back and you would talk, have a talk with them and to see if they understood what they, how they received Christ and what they did. They didn't want to have their walk with Christ, their walk with Christ. So you give them literature to see if they understand what, what, how they received Christ and their life in Christ, that kind of thing. But like I said, I've never experienced a church hurt, but in discipleship and, and me speaking with different people and calling different people during the week, I experienced different people who had or experienced church hurts from other churches in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I would often try to find out and understand how did this happen? How could you be born again and receive Christ and know, know heaven is your home and you're with the fight of Christ and, and you're just living a blissful life? I'm not saying anything will be peaches and cream, but I think when we when we when, God, when we get saved and God saves us, He He injecting us or embedding us the Holy Spirit who gives us life and the, and, the, and the fruits of the Spirit is operating in us. So in my life, when I speak with people in these numbers, I often was amazed at what they were going through right, right there, like you said, right there, a church hurt right in the church. So I will often relate to the Word of God, which Jesus spoke about the different uh, souls of, or the spreading of the Word in the book of Luke 8, chapter 8, 11 to, verses 11 to 15. And he would talk about the different souls of a person's heart, how they receive mm-hmm. the word of God in their heart. And I often would look at the the different soul of the good soul or the seed of the soul and the good soul. And I believe the good soul is when a person first is saved, they accepted Christ in their heart so where they were serious about the things of God. So I think in the essence, when they when they experience rejection or they experience misunderstanding in their own personal lives that caused them to have a church hurt. But most times, I would reflect back to that to those scriptures, mm-hmm. and I and I just believe that in a person's heart when they be born when they get born again when they get saved that God gives them everything that they need. Because Jesus, we know that Jesus died for us and He hung on the cross and He died for us and He He rose for all power. And because we have the Spirit of God in us, we have the power to overcome as well. And I believe that whatever church hurt that someone experienced, or what I experienced, that I know I'm an overcomer through Christ. Amen. And I just believe that no matter what, what a person goes through, whether it be through a, a hardened heart or a shallow heart or a thorny heart, no matter how they receive the word in the body of Christ, that no matter where the, where, where the word found them, no matter how they receive the word of God and the body of Christ, that we must understand that the church in itself is the body of Christ. And when we hear the word and we come to hear the word, no matter what we deal with in our lives, the word of God is there to, to heal any hurt that we have personally in our lives. Whether it's whether we lost a job or a broken relationship or someone mm-hmm. had, had abused us in any way, I think all some church hurts extend from our own personal lives that we experience. And mm-hmm. when we come to Christ and when we come to church, the church people or, or the body of Christ is there as discipleship to disciple us and bring us to the place where God wants us to be. And that's just my experience and uh, deal with church hurts with people who are within the members' class. Well, thank you. Thank you.
thank you for sharing that perspective. We, we appreciate you giving that perspective, Glenn. Amen. So, I think you that, you know, one thing that, you know, Glenn brought out was that, you know, our hearts, the the, the type of soil, you know, that, that we come with and how as believers, as leaders, it's up to us, you know, to preach or, or, or speak words that will cause that uh, stony heart to, to be receptive to the, the word of God because those who have experienced hurt, you know, there is this wall, you know, they are rejecting, you know, what's being uh, said because they're more guarded. But when mm-hmm. we embrace individuals, embrace them, when we affirm their pain and not uh, rush them to get over it, when we respect people's ways of, of, of dealing with their hurts, then we uh, set the stage and we open up uh, the opportunity for people to, to heal and recover in the way uh, that's specific to them. Because, I think, yes, well, healing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can, <laughs> you can uh, chime in. I think one of, the, uh, one of the things about church hurts is just like when um, um, dealing with a loss, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes um, people will impose a time frame for your grieving. And if it's been too long to them, their comment to you is, I think you need to get over that. That happened mm-hmm. last year, or you lost mm-hmm. your spouse uh, three months ago, and it's, you know, come on now, you do, you need to do, yeah. come on, get, get, get with it. How yes, dare yes. you impose your time frame on my pain? And I think yeah. when we look at how God created us, um, he created us spirit. So you, I mean, the spirit man can be growing and thriving, and because you're, you could be emotionally out of whack. So you know, the the healthy place that God wants us to be is to be have a healthy body, to have a healthy spirit man, to have a, a healthy emotional soulish life. When you pull all three of those together, you can get the greatest results out of a person but when we're lacking in one of those areas it's, it's it can really kind of immobilize people from uh the fullness that god wants us to walk in and live in so mm-hmm. church hurts can kind of really stunt your growth from some other areas of growth amen so i want to just talk about how can people heal from church hurts, and I just have a, a couple of points that um, I'd like to leave, and then uh, Elder Anderson, if you can just chime in from your experience how you uh, have been able to recover from a church hurt. You know, one thing that I've learned, you know, in dealing with uh, pain inflicted by the church, is first you have to make a decision whether you're going to stay in that particular place, uh, you know whether you're going to fight, as you will, or if you're going to leave to a safer 
more uh, welcoming place. So make a decision whether you are feeling led to to stay and fight from within or if you're being led to flee from that particular place. You know, so what what happens mm-hmm. is that sometimes God, you know, causes us to, to stay and he uses us to point out areas of pain or, or areas where uh, where leaders, you know, might be using or misusing power in a certain way. So that might be your calling to stay and fight, or might, God might be calling you away, you know, to get to a place where you can the things of God. But I think with that, you know, if you're going to fight, you have to have the strength to endure pain. You know, you have to recognize that if you're going to stay, you know, you have to have support. You have to definitely engage in self-care practices. You know, you have to be able to uh, speak the truth. You know, you can't be uh, timid. You can't be one who sees yourself um, as a victim. And we know that we are victimized, but when you see yourself as a victim, you take away your power, you speak as a victim, and you're not as effective as one who sees themselves as a survivor. So that's that's one thing. Are you going to leave or are you going to stay? You know, and I think that, you know, one way to overcome uh, a church hurt is to improve your self-esteem because any type of pain, you know, when it cuts to the core, it leaves you feeling uh, inadequate or vulnerable. It causes you to question who you Mm -hmm. are, question your beliefs, you know, and so it weakens you uh, on the inside, and you shrink back from seeing yourself the way God sees you because man might have uh, diminished you or devalued you, so your self-esteem becomes affected. So my advice to those who have been hurt, you know, by the church is to see yourself the way God sees you. You know, you have to know who you are in Christ regardless of what someone has said or what someone has done. But how do you see yourself? And more importantly, how does God see you? You know, I think, you know, one thing that we have to do when we've experienced hurt, and I call it learn unlearn, and relearn. So we have to learn, you know, what the hurt is, what it was. You know, learn what uh, made you more susceptible, what made you more vulnerable to being hurt. So understanding the, the power dynamics that you were engaged in, you know, looking at and naming, you know, the manipulation, the you know, the toxic beliefs that you, you know, were were sitting under. So it's learning, but then it's unlearning because sometimes when we sit in environments and we, you know, have been hurt, we begin to take on, you know, those spirits. We begin to take on that misinformation, that misinterpretation. So we have to really look at our faith and find out what is it that I need to unlearn that's so inaccurate, that's so unhealthy, that's so unlike God, so that we're not Mm -hmm. perpetuating the same pain on others. 
And then there's the relearning. And the scripture reminds us, be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it's a relearning and, you know, uh, renew a renewal of your thinking. So those are just three things that, that I want to you know, throw out that I've learned in my own experience and from talking with people who have been, been hurt. When when I think earlier you were speaking about um, when young kids have been exposed to some toxic leadership or different hurts at an early age, I think that uh, manipulation on those who are vulnerable like like that in terms of age and maturity uh, can have such uh, far-reaching effects uh, with them. Um, And, of course, you know, you have older people who've had church hurts, but the makeup of all of us is so different. All of our life experiences are so varied and so different, and our perceptions of of, of things and, and, and relationships I mean, when God made us, He made He He really created a very detailed and 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 uh, complex person or or being, and there's so many components that make us who we are. So many things that uh, that that can can um, like one person because they're this way. Uh, when this is said, it just wounds them. And another, I mean, just how we see things and embrace things in our life experiences is all this whole uh, conglomeration of who we are that God is actually having to deal with. So when a church hurt takes place, it is all of those factors that now have to be dealt with mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from immaturity to maturity, and then. Your life experiences and how you your world view is affected by those life experiences, whether or not mm-hmm. God is a good God or he's a mean God or, or he's mm-hmm. vengeful, he's going to get you if you don't do this. I mean, all of these factors are a part of how you, how you will receive or how you will be affected by a church hurt and also how quickly or how slowly you will recover from one. Amen. And wow. so when a person is dealing with that uh, church hurt, we we have to look at so many different factors. And it, it's uh, it's not a quick fix, like I said before, uh, when I've dealt with people, uh, recovery time. And I remember in particular, uh, and as I was thinking earlier today, uh, how I experienced the hurt in I'm I'm one. I'm gonna put put it on the altar. I'm gonna pour my heart out. I'm gonna say what I felt when this particular incident or that particular incident happened. But I remember because God is a good God. He's a loving God. I remember there was a service I was in, and the Spirit of the Lord was really moving. And I can't remember who was preaching, but one of the things that they said in that message, it touched a part of me that my reaction to it at the time was surprised to me because I broke, I started crying uncontrollably, and uh, it was like something major was coming up out of me, 
that took me off guard. And God said, this is the other part of your hurt that I'm healing you right now. So there are things inside of us that I thought was healed, but it took an anointed place, a safe place where God was able to bring to my attention because I thought I was good to go. Mm-hmm. But there are things inside of us that it takes different avenues, different yes. ways and means that only a God could reach to that place Amen. and lift it and expose yes. it and heal it. Amen. And it, and it takes different time frames, as you pointed out earlier. Now, let me go to my listeners. I, I saw someone on the line look like they may have hung up. So uh, if you have a question or comment, please uh, give us a call at 646-929-0630 and hit uh, 1 on your phone. So uh, I know there are listeners who have been waiting for a while, and someone had been waiting, and they just hung up. So let me go to my listeners. Hello, welcome to Totally Whole. Do you have a question or comment? I have a comment. Yes. I'm just one to know, um, Sister Corinne, this is Renee. I'm being blessed by everything that I'm hearing. Amen. You're speaking to the pain that I've been experiencing from hurt from a couple of churches. So this is really a blessing to sit in and listen to the word of God poured through the hearts of these two wonderful women that I'm listening to tonight. So, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for calling. Amen. So, I'm I'm know, glad that this this forum uh that, that the Lord put this in your spirit because I'm with you dealing with your practice and me as a as a minister and as a, a spiritual and pastoral care provider, you just come across with so many people in the body of Christ who have been yeah, wounded. Yeah. And when with that wound, and you know the enemy utilizes these wounds uh, to to shut you down and, and mm-hmm. maximizing the life that God had planned for you. He shuts Amen. that down and, and causes you to not be free, to be fruitful, to 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 lend the gifts that God has given to you, because uh, it causes you not to be able to trust you. You just That's don't right. feel like uh, you can be vulnerable and and be in a safe place and uh, exercise the gifts that God has given. Amen. So let me hear from our next caller. Welcome to Totally Whole. You're on the air. Hello, my name is Lenora Taylor. Um, is this Rosemary and Corinne? Amen. Yes. Hi, Lenora. Yes. How are Hi. you, Lenora? I, I am well, and I'm really enjoying this conversation. And I, it just caused me to think back on the um, church hurt that I have experienced. And because I wasn't raised in the church, and many people are coming to the house of God, and they don't have that background you know, that church background, and I had this perception of church people, that they were so loving and so kind and, you know, that this was who God is. 
And when mm-hmm. I was hurt, the first thing that I did was get angry, and I left the church. Mm-hmm. I did try, before I left the church, I did try to share what was, you know, what I was feeling. I said, I'm going to go tell the leader, and the leader didn't give me the response that I thought that the leader should have given me. Mm-hmm. And I decided, mm-hmm. these people, you know, something's wrong here. And I left, and I allowed the enemy to trick me into, you know, I backslid, got out mm-hmm. of the will of God. And until I came to myself and the Lord began mm-hmm. to speak to me, and let me know that he didn't do anything to me. And he um, allowed me to differentiate the love of God from the people of God. Even though we are children of God, it helped me to understand that everyone's human, that, you know, yeah. I can't look to the people in the church to be perfect. You know, Amen. we have to be perfect as God is perfect. And we're going as human beings, we are going to, make mistakes if we're not careful we'll allow the enemy to use us and i was vulnerable but it helped to mature me as well the hurt the pain and and it helped me now that i am a mature christian to know how to love others who are hurting and who are trusting in you and who are vulnerable but it's so important that we have a prayer life and a relationship with the lord so that he's not only just speaking to us at church, but he's speaking mm. to us at home, that Amen. he's ministering to us, and we have that relationship. So I do praise the Lord that um, even in the midst of pain and hurt, God will allow that to, um, he'll use that for our good, because the enemy is trying to use it to separate us, not only from God, because we need that horizontal relationship. We need each other. I yes. need you and you need me. And so um, I'm thankful what God is able to do. So I just want to encourage everyone, if you are hurt today, if you are in pain today, know that you're yet loved by God and he has not Amen. done anything to you. And know that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. Amen. Thank you. So beautiful. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. Thank you, and Jesus. Let me go to another caller. Hi, welcome to Totally Whole. You're on the air. Hello. Very well relate to um, church hurt and um, the situation that I was, um, you know, that I experienced rather was um, hurt from the pastor, the leader of the church, and um, in our particular um, situation, um, the pastor actually was um became jealous of um of my husband and myself and we were you know we were newlyweds and we were um you know new to the church and he and his wife um had just recently come to the church as well and so the members um you know some of the members were um sort of gravitating um toward us because we were um you know we loved the Lord and we um you know Initially, the pastor allowed us to express our gifts, like to lead in praise and worship and so forth, and um, to lead in Bible studies and just starting, um, you know, various ministries at the church. And so sometimes when you find a leader at a church who is insecure in who they are, and then when, you know, other church members, as they will, you know, sometimes they will gravitate toward others who are also contributing to the ministry and 
of course, we weren't purposely trying to take attention, you know, quote, unquote, away from him, but it became a situation where um, he would even say prayers, like when he was praying um, at, at the end of Bible study conclusion, he would um, literally pray against us, and we could tell that wow. the things that, you know, what he was saying in the prayer was really hurtful, um, you know, toward us, wow. and so we did come to the point, um, Dr. Rose, where we actually ended up um Leaving, we, you know, ended up, you know, the Lord, um, you know, showed us that, you know, that that wasn't, in our case, that it wasn't for us to continue under that. But what happened was, after we left, the Lord sent us to a place where we could be ministered to. And the pastor that we sat in under after that, um, you know, as the Lord would have it, um, it was the place where we could be healed and we could be nurtured. And we could, um, you know, just become stronger in faith and to, um, you mm-hmm. know, to kind of, you know, get rid of the hurt that we had experienced. Yeah. And when I say get rid of it, um, we still learn from that experience, and we were able to actually become more sensitive so that when we became pastors that we would, um, you know, that we wouldn't do some of the same things that were done to us and that mm-hmm. we would um, be more sensitive and aware um, you know, and allowing others to use their gifts and not becoming um, envious, so to speak, or jealous or not trying to stifle someone else in their ministry. So I think that even though um, the enemy made it for harm, and yes, we were hurt, and yes, we did eventually leave, but still God can use the hurt that we've experienced so that we can um, be a blessing to somebody else and so that we won't um, continue to cause pain because a lot of times the pain that, you know, that we experience, if we're not careful, we'll, we'll reflect that pain onto somebody else and transfer that onto somebody else. And so, um, you know, so there are benefits and blessings when we make it through the storm that we can mm-hmm. still go out and we can be a blessing and help somebody else and not do the same things that were done to us. So Amen. Um, I just Amen. want to encourage, you know, the both of you, and I have been truly blessed and inspired. I think a lot of people need to hear, you know, the message from tonight because so many people are experiencing church hurt and so many people have hurt others. Sometimes it was consciously hurting others and sometimes it was unconsciously or unknowingly hurting others. But I think that as we all, you know, ask God to search our hearts and try us and see if there be Mm. any wicked way in us and lead us in the way that's everlasting so that if there's any hurtful way in us that God will purge us and to constantly yes. ask God to turn the searchlight on us. And if we oh, have no. hurt others, don't be down on ourselves and don't feel like we're the worst person in the world, but know that God still is able to forgive us, that we have to still reach out to God and ask him to forgive us if we've hurt others Amen. and to ask him to help us to, um, you know, to reach out and to ask for forgiveness from those persons right. that we've hurt and then ask God to have... help us to be in a position so that we are helping others and not hurting and them. We're human, and so we're going to do it amen. every now and then. Each of us, we're going to yeah. hurt our friends. We're going to hurt those persons that we're ministering to. But know that God is able to forgive, and that when we are yeah. forgiven, that we still ought to reach out and ask others and to forgive somebody. us as well. Well, thank you, Reverend Magazine, for your call. I have two more calls. I'm going to try to get are to these welcome? before we close. Amen. Amen. God bless. Bless you. Welcome to Totally Whole. Do you have a question or comment? Hello? Okay. 
Good evening. Welcome to Totally Whole. Do you have a comment or a question? Okay. All right. So we certainly thank God for everyone who called in, who made a comment, and just told us about your own experience with the church hurt. Thank God for our special guest, uh, Elder Anderson, for just, you know, her input on this uh, important topic. I'd like to close on this scripture coming from Hebrews, the fourth chapter, verses 15 and 16. It says, For we have not an high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet not without sin. So let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So we thank God, you know, that even Jesus Christ understands what it feels like to be hurt. But he invites us to bring your hurt to God. Bring your pain to the throne of grace. And it says, come boldly. So don't come with timidity. Don't come feeling that you are undeserving or you know, you're unworthy. But come with your hurt, with your pain, with your confusion to the throne of grace. And there, God will grant you mercy. God will grant you grace that you might get up from that place of pain and continue the journey. Because he who had begun a good work in you, he's faithful and he's able to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And what Satan meant for evil... God will use it for your good. So Amen. I want to just thank you all once again for listening and know that we are praying for and with you. And if you find that you need a specialized care, you need a, a specialized counselor, pastoral counselor, totally whole, specializes in helping people heal from all types of hurt, including the church hurt. So if you want to talk about your pain, if you'd like to call to schedule an appointment, the number is 410-728-1800. And we're located at 1701 Madison Avenue, Suite 500 in Baltimore, Maryland. And also I have an office in Towson, Maryland. But please, whatever you do, don't let the enemy rob you of your wholeness because God desires that we uh, walk in abundance you know, he desires that we be healed, but not just healed, but that we might be whole, totally whole, nothing missing and nothing broken. So God bless you, and thank God uh, for your uh, listening to this important topic. So we'll see you next week. Reverend Maxine Thomas will be uh, featured with her show, We Are One Woman Talk Radio. So please tune in from 7 to 8 p.m. And we see you again. God bless you. And thank you, Elder Anderson. You're welcome. Thank you. Amen. And hold on for our promo. Okay. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle. 
where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and educating every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays, is Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacey Moore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows. Five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Kahek and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam, a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahat, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, it's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before with Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana, a family healing circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle, healing in mind, body, and soul. Here's my heart. 